It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show. I am your host, Toilo Reed also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. Happy Sunday, everyone. Happy rainy Sunday at that. What an awesome day to give God thanks for just being God all by himself. As you all know, I'm the author of Broken Wings, a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him in a coma, paralyzed, and with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son is my son and I. And this book is our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hope and healing, of how we used prayer and perseverance to overcome the hardships that we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injuries to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and prevention insights. We educate, empower, and enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, and family members by teaching them how to create the life they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that accompany head injuries. We provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. A few of my books include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, and for our caregivers out there, what do you do when caregivers need caregiving? Confessions of a Caregiver, which is a compilation of six caregivers sharing chronicles of caregiving, sharing things about their faith in the midst of their caregiving journeys. I'm also the author of From Tragedy to Working Strategies. I have a 31-day devotional, Soaring by the Power of God. And this devotional, the devotional is designed to enable you to soar as the events of your life are transforming to empowering moments. So in times like these, I tell you guys, I found that this devotional has really uh, been one to just help you develop a more intimate relationship with God. I know many of you are watching the news every day, and some of you may be glued to the TV. But I tell you, what a time uh, now what better time than now, rather, to have that relationship with God? God is speaking. Are we listening? This is the time that God wants your attention. And so I invite you all to um, check out the 31-day devotional, Soaring by the Power of God. I'm also the author of the Word, the Truth, and the Light Bible Study Notebook. And last but certainly not least, I have prayer journals, and we also have a 2020 monthly planner. All books can be ordered from my website. Amazon, Walmart.com, or Barnes & Noble. Please visit my website at www.twilereed.com to secure your autographed copy today. 
Again, happy Sunday, everyone. I pray that everyone is having an amazing day today. Um, we're just so excited about our show t- today and just so excited to just wake up to see this awesome day that God has graced us to see. Thank you so much for joining us on today. Here on the Conference Cafe, we highlight authors, entrepreneurs, as well as survivors of traumatic events who've made it out victorious and now are here to share their testimony of hoping healing with the world to offer encouragement and inspiration to others as they travel their own personal journey. For today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash conquerorscafe. So if you or someone you know have experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Let's create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you too can become the strategist of your own destiny. It is now time for our devotional and our scripture reading for this evening. And I'm going to be reading from the book of Matthew, Matthew, the 11th chapter, verses 28 through 30. Matthew, the 11th chapter, verses 28 through 30. And I'm going to be reading um, from the NIV version as well as the message. The NIV version reads, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And the message Bible reads, Are you tired and worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you will recover your life. I will show you how to take a rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you will learn to live freely and lightly. We all have troubles in life. We have times when things just don't seem to be going our way and when things just really seem to be against us. But it's at these times when our faith is really tested. These are times we must be strong. Instead of leaning to our own understanding or turning to man, we must turn to Jesus. The Bible tells us there is nothing too hard for God. Yet so many people spend their life running from God or believing that one day they will be good enough to approach God and try to find that relationship. Here we see Jesus, the one who's done great and mighty things, the one who's performed miracle after miracle and has proven his authority to offer an invitation to come to him so that he can give us rest. So many people believe in God. They know who he is and what he's all about. They study the Bible. They can quote scripture after scripture after scripture. Yet they only know of him and they don't know him. But Jesus gives an invitation to come. And for those that respond to this request, he says he will give them rest for their weary souls. 
and he has no respect of person, his invitation is to all. Jesus is speaking to those who are desperately trying to find God, those who thought it was possible to do so, those who are worn out in doing so. You see, Jesus doesn't take your yoke without wanting to replace it with his yoke. His yoke is lighter. It's less burdensome, but it is a yoke. Jesus wants us to take his yoke up on our shoulders. What do I mean by that? Jesus' yoke is entering into his submission, getting rid of the yoke of the law and replacing it with the yoke of grace. Carrying a burden is not easy to do, but when a burden is placed in love, when it's, when it's carried in love, it means even the heaviest burden. It makes it light and even bearable. We all deal with things, and it's sometimes just called life, you know, burdens, trials, life experiences, sickness, death, heartache, and pain. We all want and need Jesus to lighten these loads for us. Revelation 3 and 20 says, here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and stay with me. Jesus says, I am here. Here I am. I'm right here. Come to me. My ways of doing things, I will give you rest. I promise you it will be much easier. Tired? Are you worn out? Come get away with me. I will give you rest that's much better than sleep. I will give you rest for your soul. Amen. So take it to Jesus. He's waiting on you. Amen. going to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors. Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. So if you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or please call 912-335-3799. Sister Sense, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, please contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made personalized gift baskets, T-shirts, and candles. The Birmingham Slayers, if you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area, and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. B at 479-992618 for more details. Again, that's Ms. B at 479-899-2618. If you have a business or an event that you would like to have us advertise, please contact me at info at twilareed.com for details. I want to give a quick shout-out to my grandbabies on this evening, to Tierra, Leah, and Desmond in Birmingham, Alabama. I know that they are listening on this evening, so I just want to say hello to the three of them. 
We have an amazing show lined up for you guys on this evening. Uh, you are in for a very special treat. Um, as you guys know, we are in the in the midst of a pandemic, and our guest uh, this evening is a published author, a true survivor. Uh, she's filled with wisdom to empower, educate, and enlighten you, and uh, she's going to be sharing something. Um, very, very uh, interesting and, um, on this evening, and I, I really do feel that it is the perfect time right now um, for her to do so with everything that's going on during, the, during, you know, the fact that school is out, we're quarantining, we're practicing social distancing, and so I'm not going to tell you what it is just now. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but don't you guys go anywhere because we will be right back. Hello, this is Dr. Andrea T. Harris of YourGrowthAgent.com, and you are listening to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show.
Amen, amen. Chasing after you more and more and more. How many of you are chasing after Jesus right now? I tell you guys, if you're not chasing him, you better be chasing after him. Thank you so much, and welcome back to the Conference Cafe. I'm your host, Twyla Reed. Again, we have an amazing show for you this evening and an awesome, awesome guest, a transformational leader, catalyst for change and voice of hope. Kizzy Gray helps women rewrite the narrative of their lives with purpose, power, and confidence. She's on a mission to equip women with the tools, inspiration, and connections they need to redefine their destinies while defying personal expectations. A Virginia native and gracious example of diplomacy at its best. His striking mother of five, biological homeschool children, and wife of 23 years is also a military veteran and entrepreneur, a best-selling author, a teacher, a public speaker, and impassioned workshop facilitator. Kizzy steadfastly volunteers in church and various community outreaches, while which has attributed to over 25 years in service. She is the president and chief graphic web designer of KizzoDesigns.com. As a designer, she helps business owners establish their professional image through company branding and creating an online presence. As a certified life coach, Kizzy encourages and empowers women to awaken their inner greatness to radically transform their life, business, homeschool, and motherhood gracefully into purpose. Her passion is to help women rock life by getting started in business or getting unstuck there, tapping into their hidden potential and gifting through coaching, master classes, webinars, training, personal business consultation, and speaking engagements. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show, author Well, thank you so much for How having me. Yes, thank I you so well. much thank for you. being here. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank so you um, Author Twyla Reed. I appreciate the opportunity. You're quite the accomplished author and a very intriguing um, books and testimony of your own, so I'm so happy to be here. Oh, thank you so much. I am so honored uh, for the connection and just so grateful, and, and I know that the information that you're going to be sharing today, I tell you, it's just so needed for such a time as this with everything that we have going on in the world right now. Um, And so I'm excited, and we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, I always like for our guests to, you know, I know I read your bio and, and did all the formalities, but I just want you to say hello to the listeners just in your own words. Hello, everyone. I am so delighted to be here. Uh, it is a pleasure to spend this evening with you, and it's a wonderful thing to be doing right now in this pandemic, keeping ourselves um, actively engaged in praising the Lord and lifting up his name because he said all men will be drawn unto him if we lift up his name, and where two or three are gathered, he is in our midst. So I'm so happy to be here with you all. Amen, amen. All right, Kizzy, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning here when you first, very first started writing. Now, your book, Homeschool, is not what you think. 
I tell you, uh, I'm excited to get into this interview, like I said, because with everything that's going on in the world right now, you know, kids are home from school, parents are home with their children all day, and some really may not know what to do in regards to educating their children right now. So let, let's just go back to the beginning. When, when you first started writing, what inspired you to write? Homeschool is not what you think. Okay, what inspired me to write the book is because oftentimes I would post about what I was doing because I'm a homeschool mom of five, and I would post on social media, you know, our different experiences, and then I would have a number of friends and followers who would say, well, how are you doing that? Is that legal? You know, how are you at home, and, you know, what do you have to do to get started? And so I would coach several people through the process, but because of all the questions, I thought that I would give them a more in-depth discussion of it through a book. And so that's how it got started. I wrote the book for um, just helping people to begin the process who wanted to, who thought they were disqualified, but needed more information about the practice. And I just wanted to shed some light on that um, for others to be able to begin homeschooling as well. Okay. So let's talk about homeschool is not what you think. In regards to your book, what is the genre of the book and what is the inspiration behind the title of this book? Okay. So it it is uh, more of a how-to or education book to inform others, um, you know, of how to begin the process of homeschooling and what it's all about. And the inspiration behind it is because I wanted to debunk some myths of what people had imagined homeschoolers to be. You know, some people have thought that it's only exclusively to certain um, cultures or um, certain people groups like maybe Quakers or it's old-fashioned or you had to be certified to do it. You know, they had all these misconceptions, and I just wanted to shed some light on what it takes to homeschool, and it wasn't oftentimes what people think, you know, is uh, involved in homeschooling. So I wanted to definitely, um, you know, enlighten people about it. So you're talking about some of the myths. Would you say that one of the biggest myths would be that kids really don't get the same level of education that children would get going to a public or a private school? Oh, definitely. That is definitely a myth because oftentimes uh, now colleges are more readily to accept homeschoolers than others because they know that education is sound, is quality, just like a lot, for example, Chick-fil-A hires more homeschoolers than probably any other um, group of people as teenagers and uh, things like that because they know they're going to come with a solid background, quality um, values and belief systems and training. They have life skills. Uh, It's not just book sense, but it has a lot to do with your overall morals and values as well. And so people are looking out for this. So when, when you have applicants on a job, I've heard in many instances, if you put on the application that you were a homeschooler, it's more likely that they will get the job over others. So that definitely is a myth that is debunked because you can explore so much in your homeschool training and teaching than you would 
being stuck learning a CISA well according to, you know, training according to a test. Well, you can get mm-hmm. life skills, you can explore, you can, you can uh, research and learn about your passion, uh, whatever it is that the kid is wired and gifted to do. You can instill that in that child and let him thrive in that area, nor do you have to hold them back to a certain grade if they're, reading, if they're in third grade but they're reading on the fifth grade level. You don't have to keep them behind in a subject because of their age. You can let them wow. go and just flourish in whatever manner that they are thriving in. That's great. I'm glad you explained it because um, I never really knew, you know, how it worked as far as when it came time for promoting. Because you know how in the public schools there's a system that, that you're on when it comes to promoting from one grade to the next. You have to be at a certain level and, and and like you said, if you're in a third grade and you're reading at a fifth grade level, you can't just move ahead in the public school or the or the private schools. Even I don't think. I mean, um, so, so am I correct in saying that? Um, yes, that's um, pretty much true. Now we do still have standardized testing as well. It's not the same, mm-hmm. um, you know, across the board in terms of. Um, we do standardized testing, yes. Um, it's not the SOLs that we're um, teaching to, so we have definitely a lot of liberties in how we instruct. Um, and there are various ways of measuring their development. So even outside of standardized testing, they can get personal evaluations. They can turn in a um, portfolio of their work that shows their development from the beginning stage of the year to the end, and this is, you know, it shows their progress throughout the year. So there are many ways to um, to measure. So my like my students, my my children also still take SATs, PSATs as well because they mm-hmm. need those for yeah. college. And it's beneficial to have for entry level. So what I'm saying is, depending upon how they're testing, if they're testing off the charts we don't have to limit them to stay in a certain subject. We don't, if they finish, if they love math and they want to just, you know, plow through their book and they show how, that they have understanding and um, knowledge about a certain subject, then we don't have to limit, you know, one worksheet per day or if they want to go wow, through the chapter and finish through it, if they finish their book before the end of the school year, they can do that and start another book. So it doesn't mean that they have to be limited if they need to go on to algebra they can go on to that and still move through. And if you want to school all year round, you can do that too. You know, because I'm, I'm an avid proponent for schooling year round because oftentimes, especially in a public school system or even private, over the summer, skills wane. Their skills drop so that when you go back into yes. the school year in September, the teacher is spending all that time in review of what they learned last year to bring them back up to code so she can be, begin to introduce new information. But it's the first, like, six weeks is review, catching them back up wow. to re-familiarize them with material. So if you school year-round, and it doesn't mean have to be a lot, like they don't get a break, but if they still keep their skills fresh throughout the summer, then that helps them to be able to move quickly through the material or have just grasp, a deeper grasp of the information. Right. 
Wow, that's great. Great information. Now, let's talk about, so, okay, it's pretty obvious. The, the audience that you write for, would you say it's just anybody? It's actually for everybody, um, especially those that it's are for any and everybody. Anybody. Okay, yes. great. Yeah. Yes. It's now, in anyone's um, in homeschool, so you don't have to have a life. You don't have to have a degree or certification. You need All you need is a high school diploma to be able to homeschool your children. And, and, and from my understanding, there are new regulations that have some exceptions to that, so you can have a GED and some other things too. So you would have to look into your state regulations to find out what they, you know, what the requirements are. But there's not a lot of red tape in that area. It's something that you can do as a parent because no one has a higher vested interest in your child's success than you. No teacher. Absolutely. No one no no yeah. school official and in any any level has a higher vested interest in their success than the parents. And because they God gave them as a gift to you, he will fully equip you with everything you need. Or you might say, Well, I don't remember um geometry and I didn't take that in high school and what they're doing now in math is different. It doesn't matter um, what stage you are and how much you remember. You know, as you get the material, you can just freshen up your skills. You learn right alongside them. You're just the lead learner right. in the process. Yes. And as you plan your lessons, like as long as you stay a week ahead of your, your student, your child, then you're good to go. And there's nothing wrong with even outsourcing uh, tutoring or classes, mm. they have co-ops and homeschool communities where you can take um, courses like chemistry and um, they can do their lab work and you can take them, drop them here for this class. Or is, There's many different um, things that you can do, but don't discount yourself, discredit yourself and say, I'm out of this, I don't have the patience, but God has given them to you. He has equipped you with what you need to get the job done. I love that, Kizzy, because that was one of my questions. I was going to ask you, how do you become qualified and can anyone do it? And you just explained that. And, you know, I didn't think about um, out, the outsourcing. So there's an area that uh, the parent may be weakened. They can bring in a tutor for that particular subject yes. even. Yes, oh, absolutely. Wow. So you and then, the lead like learner. I always I like say, mm-hmm. yes, be the lead learner. And I believe in being lifetime learners. We all should be, even as adults, being lifetime learners and, and never stop learning, never stop reading books, never stop in, increasing our personal development, period. But even outside of that, there are tools we can use. There are websites that you can plug into. There's like Khan Academy. That's an excellent resource for all subject matter. And I, what I call YouTube University, you can learn anything <laughs> on YouTube. You that know, my kids truth. and I have learned so much. We have learned so much on YouTube that is free. We've learned how to change change the carburetor in in a um, in the lawnmower. We've learned how to put a chain on a chainsaw when a tree fell down in the yard in the winter. These are life skills that we did as a homeschool project that we figured out without having someone to paying someone to do it, but we did it as an assignment as a as a family the kids and I, wow. to figure these things out. We can learn anything. There's nothing we can't learn to do. 
That is so true. YouTube University, I I, I got I want to share this. That is so true, Kizzy. I went to YouTube a couple of days ago because I wanted, you know, I was looking at the mask, and I learned how to make a mask without without a sewing machine, without stitching anything, and I made a couple of masks there you for go. my son and I. I mm-hmm. sure did. So that is so true. YouTube, what you say, YouTube University. <laughs> YouTube University and Uncle Google, you can figure it out. And I'm telling you, we, we have gone through, learned so many things. I've learned how to braid my daughter's hair with putting extensions in through YouTube uh, and how to care for natural hair, like everything we've learned, how to make our own natural um, skin care, hair wow. care products from YouTube that we don't have to buy, but we can use everyday ingredients at home. And this is something that we can use. So it's a practical skill. It's a practical assignment. You know, it's something that they can do. And all of these things are, you know, if you're, learn- if you're putting together skincare products at home, well, what does that cover? That covers science. That covers reading. That covers math with measurements. It covers everything. You know what I'm saying? A lot of subjects all in one. And so we think that, oh, we have to be doing a worksheet. We have to be doing multiplication, subtraction, and division. And not that you don't do those things, but take it off the pages of a book and put it into everyday use. So even if yes. we're going to the grocery store and we're shopping, here's our budget. This is what we got to spend. This is our, our menu for the week. How can we figure this out and give it to the kids to do? Don't go over oh, this amount. Great. You can't. You can't go over this amount. When you come out, my kids do the shopping. I don't do the shopping. They do it. I give them the amount. I tell them what I need. They have to figure it out to stay within that budget. When they come out the store, this is a, you can't go over, you know, and so this is life skills. That's math right there. That's a whole, that's right, math, absolutely. that's reading, that's reasoning, that's, you know, using critical thinking. It's a lot of skills yes. in one. Wow. Now let's talk about, I want to ask you this while, we, while we're right here, okay, um, the, uh, obtaining mm-hmm. the material to teach your children. I know you just mentioned one site. Can you can you just um, uh, give a few of the sites uh, where parents who may be listening may be considering homeschooling, where they can obtain material? Yes. One of the, um, the first curriculums we used was ABECA because my children were in private school before they became homeschooled, and so they were already familiar with the ABECA curriculum. And so they have textbooks as well as they have online classes and they have video DVD courses as well. So whichever way um, that works best for you, there's different means to do it. So they have a uh, various options there. We also use Saxon um, for math. My kids love that teaching textbooks where um, you can put the, the disc, the software into your computer and um, it teaches them the lesson um, it gives them quizzes and tests, and you get to measure and see how they scored throughout the um, session, and you can keep track of it. It keeps their grades, everything in there. Um, so there are uh, community organizations like Classical Conversations, who we are a part of now, which I'm a director in that community. And so this is where homeschool families come together once or twice a week. Well, generally once a week unless you're an older student like a high schooler. You come together mm-hmm. once a week. You learn all the um, 
the director or teacher or tutor, sorry, will instruct all of the coursework, and then you'll go home and implement all the assignments and then report back the next week with your completed homework assignment. And so they have community, they take field trips, they do everything together, so it's, it's not like they don't have the socialization they need um, as a homeschooler. And so I, I mentioned before wow. Khan Academy. They're also mm-hmm. um, ABC Mouse if you have younger children. And even they have a, a more in-depth program that they're offering now as well. But there's, when I say there is unlimited resources available, you don't have to know it all to make a decision to begin. You can find out. And, again, if you Google, there is, there's countless curriculum available countless free online resources that are available to you. And then each county of whatever city or state you live in, they have an office that will help you to process through this because we still have to report our grades to the Board of Education for the county we live in. Unless you file a religious exemption, you can do that too, but that has to be done um, through um, a a religious official like your your pastor or whomever, and you have to get a formal okay. um, plea to, to do that, to be, become exempt. And I have a lot of friends who do that, so they don't have to test every year and all of that. You know, it's just up to the parents. However, mm-hmm. I just never wanted to, even though I am a, you know, Christian, and I believe the Word of God is, you know, the mandate for our household, I still wanted to test mm-hmm. in case any of the laws change along the way. Right. I wanted to still yes. have results of saying, hey, I've homeschooled them since third grade. I've graduated one last year. I got another one graduating this year. Here's my record. Wow. Here's my transcript. This is everything. So now I have a compilation of all their work so that now I have evidence. So, wow. yes. That is awesome. I want to um, let our listeners know, if you're just joining in, we have with us today author Kizzy Green. She's discussing her book, Homeschool is Not What You Think. Um, So if you're thinking about homeschooling, if you have questions about the topic, there are many misconceptions that circulate against the homeschooling community, many of which are largely misguided. Um, She's a transformational leader, a catalyst for change, and a voice of hope. And she is here this evening um, as a guest with us to talk about her book, Homeschool is not what you think to de, to de, um, to demystify the boldest assumptions by shedding light on this now ever so popular practice. And she invites you uh, to call in. You guys are welcome to call in right now. Our phone lines are open, 657-383-0898. If you have any questions about homeschooling, if you want to get started, um, again, she said um, um, she talked about qualification that anyone can do it, there's outsourcing that's available. Uh, She states that as the parent of the home, it is your responsibility to be the lead learner, the lifetime learner in your household. So, again, our phone lines are now open, 657-383-0898. And I would invite you guys to please call in and ask your questions if you have any comments. And this is really good information. 
Again, with everything that's going on in the world right now, with our children being home, we're quarantining, um, you may have a question. This is something that you may be interested in doing. Um, how many of you out there listening have children? If they said, okay, school is open tomorrow, how many of you really would allow your children to go back to school right now? It's something to really think about. And so, Kizzy, I wanted to um, ask you, um, I know in everything that we do, there's advantages and there's disadvantages, okay? So I want you to mm-hmm. share two or three advantages and maybe two or three disadvantages of homeschooling. Well, some of the advantages are definitely that you get to spend the quality time with your children. You get to see them grow and hit developmental milestones right before your eyes. So that's not something that's only seen by someone else, but you get to experience it and see that light bulb go off in their mind and their thinking, um, in their learning process. And that's a great uh, reward to be able to witness and be there and just to instill the morals and values that you want to place in in their hearts you know we're to to write the the word and transcribe it on the tablets of their heart um and that's one of the things that we're called to do as as parents but also we're able to um you know they don't have to be subject to the negative peer pressures of bullying and different things like that and again you don't have to hold back their learning because um, the government says you got to stay locked into this grade level, so you don't have to hold them and cap off their ability to thrive in any way. So that's definitely a bonus. Uh, and the cons are you, uh, you are directly hands-on with every aspect, so it's not like they can just um, go to uh, an elective uh, and switch classes like that, but you will have to be the one to facilitate it. So whatever activities they're involved in, they have every activity possible that's offered in the public or private school sector. The difference is you have to pay for it directly out of your pocket, and you have to provide the transportation for them to get there. Mm -hmm. So, yes, they can have home, home economics. Yes, they can have archery. They can have any, any activity that you can get in a public school system, track and field, soccer, football, baseball, everything. They have homeschool leagues for all of these things. But wow. it's going to require you to spend your money, and that might be two or $300 for that semester. Or, and, and also you're going to have to transport them there those three days a week for that practice, get them there, get them home. It's not like, you know, they're going to be picked up what we call the magic school bus <laughs> and pick them up and <laughs> take them there and do all that for you. It's going to require mm-hmm. you getting in a car and getting there. And it's a lot of transportation, you know, a lot of, you know, transfer time back and forth where you uprooting your whole family because you have eight different age levels. And just the logistics of planning that out because I've had at one time three boys in soccer. I've had um, one in gymnastics and one in bell choir and several in a reading club all in the same semester. And it was just the logistics of going back and forth. Okay, well, this one, the boys, you're going to have to carpool with this family. I'm going to have to do this on this day. And, you know, just planning our meals in between that and, you know, just making sure when they're done, we have that all, you know, prepared to scoop them up and do it all over again. So you're definitely thrust into – you know, the hands-on aspect of it. So it's not just drop them off, set it, and forget it. 
you really have to be involved. And so that is a lot of um, personal involvement, a lot of time. It's time-consuming. Yeah. It costs you money, mm-hmm. and it's a lot involved with it. But it's worth it. The investment it's is worth, worth it. It yes. pays great dividends in the end. So wow. that's the difference. So now, remember, we are all taxpayers just like everyone else is. All of us pay towards the um, textbooks and all of the things that you get in a free public school system, but there is right. no money available for homeschoolers. You still have to pay out of pocket for your own curriculum and expenses. Wow. So maybe that's something that um, it hopefully Congress can make some changes about. You know, maybe you can rally up or we can, you know, use this platform now as a plea to contact the local government to ask them and talk about that, you know, providing funds for homeschooling. It is, and then there's some, that is something that um, is, people are fighting for every year that is, uh, if you're keeping up to date with some of these regulations and bills that are that are going across your senators and governors' desks, that is something that people mm-hmm. are fighting for. And one of the things was fighting so that we can our children can go into the school system after school to participate in some of those free activities. Because again, we're taxpayers yeah. now, and we have always been. Why can't our students go into the school to now take advantage of some of those? So now they do have a way. In most cities where if you take two courses from a high school that you can go in and participate, but you have to enroll them for at least two classes. So that's available in most cities and states, but it's not Mm -hmm. available if you take no classes at all. And so that is a bill they're Mm -hmm. fighting. And there's a Tim Tebow bill, which Tim Tebow is a famous player who was once a homeschooler where there was a lot of laws that were rewritten so that he can come um, to play in wow. the, um, I forget what they call the AAU league or after school program now that enables right. him to go to the NFL. So there are laws that are being rewritten, but we have to get out there and be abreast of it. We have to vote. We have to be there. And those are those minor voting um, experiences that are outside of our you know, big four-year presidential elections that we have to keep up with. Wow. So homeschool is not what you think. So, Kizzy, what are two things that you want your readers to walk away with after reading your book? You know, that if it's something uh, that this is something you think you may want to continue on, Uh, then begin your research today. Begin. um, It's really a simple form that you have to complete. It's a notice of intent uh, that you want to homeschool for the next school year or, you know, if you want to finish finish this school year out doing that officially as a homeschooler because right now they're still, you know, somewhat in – they're still enrolled in a public school if your child is home. So it's a simple form that you fill out answering like two or three, you may be five questions, but it's not a lot. I mean, it's one pager. Uh, and also you have to attach your high school diploma, or if you have a college degree, you would attach that to it as well. And then you would attach an overview um, synopsis of what you, they plan to, to learn in the next school year. And it's that simple to get started. So, don't hold yourself back. Don't believe that this is something that you can't do. Don't discount and discredit yourself. 
um, and definitely take the steps to move forward with it. If you found value in um, investing into their education and and their well, you know, being and something that you want to proceed in, definitely, definitely do it. And so um, that's one of the things I would in, in, encourage anyone to do to go ahead and move forward with that. And begin today, begin the process now, even before you submit or even before the school year is over, begin that process now. Awesome, awesome. Again, uh, listeners, if you have a question or a comment and you would like to call in, the number to dial is 657-383-0898 and just press the number one and we will bring you live on the air for your question or comment. Now, um, Kizzy, um, I want to, I know things, you know, because we're quarantining, um, it's kind of hard to, you know, maybe really get out and do book promotions and, you know, speaking engagements. But I know a lot of authors have been involved in virtual speaking engagements right now, you know, through all of social media. So are there any upcoming events that you have going on that you would like to share with everyone? Yes, I do have another um, virtual conference that I will be um, participating in May at the first of May, and you'll find it on my social media if you follow me. Um, and it's talks with T, and it's about mental. Uh, it's for Mental Health Awareness Month, which is May and begins in May. And so, I'll be talking about self care, mental health, um, and that's something that we'll be talking about. It oftentimes as a homeschool mom or as a mom period or as a caregiver or whatever it is that you do, it's important that we have to, you know, take care of ourselves in a process Absolutely. of taking care of others. And so that's what we'll be talking about, and that'll be at the 1st of May. And so if you follow me on social media, you'll be able to find that out. It should be taking place on um, Facebook live as well as on a Zoom meeting, so you'll be able to have access to that. It's not, there's no um, registration necessary, um, but you can just participate, and anyone can participate. Okay. So share with our listeners how they can connect with you and how they can purchase your book. Well, you can purchase from directly from my website at kizzystatengray.com, and that's K-I-Z-Z-Y, S. T-A-T-E-N and gray, G-R-A-Y dot com. All social media outlets, I am Kizzy Staten Gray. Uh, and you can follow me on Amazon and purchase my books there or from my website. Um, and there will be links uh, on all of my platforms of how to access um, my homeschool book or my books on self-care or anything like that. You can um, purchase them that way. Okay. Now, um, I, I normally would ask what words of inspiration and motivation would you like to share with those who maybe, uh, you know, want to write a book, but, but I, I want to kind of change that question up a little bit, Kizzy, for you. I want uh-huh. to know um, if there are parents who may be listening right now who may be considering their options uh, between public, private, or homeschooling, especially with things going on in the world, that they, you know, right now, what advice would you give them based on your own experience? You know, I was that mom. Uh, I worked in the education field since I was 16, from Montessori school to um, 
public school and special needs and private school. And I knew before I had children that I wanted to have them in private school because I knew that was like, you know, superior education. But then I learned before I had children about homeschooling. And I'm like, that's the ultimate. You know, you don't have, you know, private schools have, you know, maybe eight to ten kids in a class, sometimes more nowadays. But think about at home that one-on-one training where you can give them the morals and values that you want. Um, It's less Mm -hmm. expensive in some ways. Um, You don't have to buy uniform and all of that or clothes or the latest and the greatest Nike, not that you don't have to dress them well, but um, right. it, you definitely can push them through academically. It's very rewarding. You get to spend that quality time. You have the flexibility of schedule to um, train how you want or, you know, set it up how you will because, you know, I've run home-based business too, so I'm juggling many things, but I can do that in between and fit my, you know, make it work with my schedule and make it work with my life events that's going on. And so I encourage you that to, to you know, think about it, pray about it, um, and see what direction you feel led to take. But it's definitely something that you can do. Just take it step by step. Don't look far down the road and say, well, this is just too much and overwhelming. But look at the here and now. Take it and pace yourself through it. And just know that you can get through each phase. There's grace available for every stage of your child's development, every stage of their life. Just like, you know, you've raised them from, you know, toddlers all the way to wherever they are now. There's grace available at every single level. And so you'll be able to, you know, just instill all these great things, life skills, you know, the soft skills that a lot yes, of absolutely. a lot of times they're not getting, but you can really pour into them what you want, disciple them, train them, teach them the word of God, not be limited and with separating church yes. and state. You know, you can really give your child everything that they need from your home because remember your home is the first classroom. That's the first classroom that's and that's right. the way it was even from biblical times. It's the first classroom, yeah. the first exposure to everything that they have, that they know from spiritually, mentally, morally, everything. So it's something that you can do, and I encourage you to um, trust God. If this is something that you want to do, trust him with the process, and he will take you through and guide you every step of the way. Amen. That is awesome. I, um, you know, yeah, school today is just not like it used to be. You know, when when I was in elementary school, my sister, and my brother, and I, uh, one of the, you know, how you had the, you had your basic classes, but then you used to have, you know, music or library or art. Well, we yes. had a, a a class that was called Bible, and that's how I learned yeah. my books of the Bible. And even though you know we went mm-hmm. to church every Sunday, but I learned my books of the Bible in that class. And so I like wow. how you, you, you reiterated that, you know, you don't have to worry about uh, uh, the separation of church and state. You don't have to worry about that with homeschooling. You can teach your children. You can have that as part of the curriculum to teach them about Jesus and, and, you know, the fundamental and the basic things about the Bible, which I really think is just so necessary. It's so necessary. It's very necessary. And the the school system, the way it's set up now, is based on a 
system that they set up over 200 years ago, okay? So the way that they have, they're doing it now is the same system. And what's happening now with the way that this education system is headed, um, soon there are computers that will be able to replace us in the, in the marketplace, in the workplace, that can wow. do the same thing that we're teaching our children to do because it's training them to graduate, get a job, and whatever. But what is not mm-hmm. training them anymore is critical thinking, how to think on your own, how to develop your soft skills, how to develop um, people skills and uh, the different values that you want to place in them. It's not giving them life skills. It's not giving them hands-on with, like you said, you have workshop in class. I mean, work. I think it was called workshop in school when you had home economics and you had all of these things. Yes, well, yes, our children are graduating yes. not knowing how to budget a checkbook, how to balance checkbooks. They're not, they're growing, wow. you know, growing up not knowing some of these basic fundamental things. And one of the things we wanted to be able to teach our children, you know, outside of, you know, robotics and um, coding and training and some of these wonderful experiences that we can get at home, but we we're growing our children. We're doing small farming, so they're learning agriculture. They're raising chickens. They're doing all kinds of things that life experiences wow. that they couldn't have gotten in the classroom setting that is preparing them for life. And again, we learn so many things hands on, but it's things that you can do at home. And so it does. You don't have to think about just keeping it locked into again a worksheet and a, a textbook. It's taking the learning out of the pages and being able to, you know, really grow it into something bigger. And so when you think about, you know, using technology now and, um, you know, really investing into their interests. So if their interests are in just, say, photography or, or um, robotics or any of those things, you can do creative games or, you know, help them with their inventions or, uh, you yes. know, just do a number of things that you can do. I mean, physical education would be going outside, jumping on a trampoline, you know, bike riding. We even do like Tybo and beach body and, you know, the boys play wow. basketball. So just take yes. it out of the classroom setting where you don't have to sit in a classroom for eight hours locked into a desk and thinking this is what learning is. Learning is hands-on. You make it fun. You make it enjoyable for them so that they can thrive in what they do. And I promise you if they're, if they're having fun, that means it's going to stick all the more. They're not going to lose the yes, skills or the yes. knowledge. It's going to be locked in. So and yes. if, you're, if you're doing, um, you know, history could be talking to elders and getting, you know, passing down histories or cultural knowledge or watching documentaries on Netflix. So it doesn't have to be limited to, you know, again, a book, a piece of paper, and a pencil. You know, right. but math Absolutely. is also cooking, it's baking, it's laundry, it's sorting, it's monopoly games, it's playing Uno. It's, it's a lot of things, you know, like I said, balancing checkbooks and counting and skip counting, you know. So it's, you can take it further beyond just coming off a piece of paper and taking it into practical hands-on fun and it will be life-changing for them. So if your child is interested in a certain career path, have them research that. Let that be their project. Let them dig deep into it and find out all aspects. Let them see if they can shadow somebody in that field, someone you know who works in that field. They can go 
and shadow them on the job or be an apprentice. You know, it's so many things you can do that doesn't have to be stuck in four walls. The whole world is a classroom. We don't have to be limited to being locked in a house in four walls and sitting in a chair at a desk. That is not the best of learning. That is not the best. So you know how to do it. There are resources available. You can explore, be as creative and as imaginative as possible, and watch your child thrive and develop and blossom into something so beautiful that you couldn't imagine for your lives. Man, that is awesome. Well, Ms. Kizzy, we are down to um, the end of our interview, and uh, we had our bonus question, and I would love for you to share with our listeners what does the word conqueror mean to you? Conqueror is always overcoming obstacles and using them as stepping stones to success. And so regardless of what it is, you can overcome it. You can thrive in it. You know, that's what being a conqueror is all about. And God has equipped us and made us to be victorious in life, and he wants to see us to victory, and we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And so those are the things that we want to instill in our children as homeschoolers. Um, That's what we want to live out as adults as an example because we want to be living epistles read of men because some people may never go to a church. They may never read a Bible but they can see your example and follow it and find the Christ that's in you, the hope of glory. Absolutely. I love that. Overcoming obstacles using stepping stones to success. Well, Ms. Kizzy, we want to thank you so much. Uh, it's been an amazing show. And just, you know, thank you for your testament of, of hope and healing, you know, through your knowledge of homeschooling and and just opening up and really sharing your knowledge and your experience. I want to thank you so much for sharing your heart and your journey with our listeners on this evening. And I just want to just personally encourage you to just keep pressing forward, keep making a difference, keep, uh, you know, just doing everything that you're doing. You know, I know in your bio um, it says you're a catalyst for change and a voice of hope, you know, a transformational leader. So I I agree with you. I stand with you, my dear sister, and, and pray God's continued blessings over you and your family as you just continue making an impact in the kingdom. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Ms. Pollery, for having me. I appreciate it, and I count it an honor to be here with you and your listeners. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I want to say thank you guys so much. That is our show for this evening. Thank you so much for joining us and listening to the Conqueror's Cafe. Be sure to visit conquerorscafe.com to check out our resources, our prior shows, as well as our bonus content. And while you're there, do not forget to subscribe to our website to stay updated on all of the great things that we're doing. We truly enjoyed you all on this evening. Don't forget to join us every Sunday evening right here at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for amazing testimonies of hope and healing. Now, before you go, I want you guys to remember that life can sometimes present a series of events 
that can lead us down paths in life that can be discouraging and full of frustration. You must remember that it is your relationship with God that sustains you when you reach your limit and you want to quit on this journey. You can do two things, stand firm and persevere, or you can give up and give out. You have the power to choose, and the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. And I want to remind you guys, in the midst of everything that is going on, I want you guys to continue to be prayerful for this nation, pray for our leaders, pray for our president, pray for all the governors, and just pray for those who have lost loved ones, whether it was due to the pandemic or just natural causes. There's so much that is going on in the world. And I know that you may be afraid, you may be experiencing fear, but I want to um, say this to you, that courage is not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. And that quote is from Nelson Mandela. You guys have an amazing week. And remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings as you continue soaring by the power of God, transforming your traumatic events into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Twyla Reed, your tragedy to strategy mentor. For speaking engagements or consultations, please email me at info at And if you have a testimony of hoping healing, that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. We would love to have you as a guest here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Good night, everyone. Take care. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you. We're taking it back just a little bit, y'all.